equally natural as a symbol of evil when we're talking about dogs. John makes this contrast from time to time. It is a significant, it is significant that he uses such a powerful figure of speech and one which means so much to him as a way of bringing out important truths with respect to Jesus and his mission. The whole gospel was written so that people might believe and thus into life and have it more abundantly. Sound too loud for y'all, but I'm trying to hold it and flip at the same time. So if I take a pause, just be patient with me. The God of whom John writes is the God who chooses to reveal himself. He does not leave those he has created without guidance and help. Everything comes from God. just fine Reverend uh, thank you for sharing that piece any thoughts in the comments uh, with regards to uh, what Sister Mary had shared concerning uh, uh, John and, and, and the light any questions emerging uh, for you all right it's the source of life Right at the beginning of this gospel, John says, in him was life. Okay. 
Go ahead and continue, so, so, Brandon. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Okay. So. Question, Reverend. To sum it up, without him we don't have life. All right. Uh, thank you, Reverend, uh, for sharing. Um, I do, uh, this pastor, I do have a question. We, we've been having the conversation um, with regards to uh, the emotionally healthy church. And you, you've talked about um, Jesus being the light of the world. Mm -hmm. And so um, my, my question is, what, what can we take uh, from this model text in John that help us to, um, to disciple and uh, push the mission of the church? Because when we talk about the emotionally healthy church, we're talking about uh, really discipleship and and uh, healing, wholeness, and and, and growth, uh, not just spiritually but emotionally. But what what would be the message of John teaching us? He's the light of the world. What would be his message for us today? In him, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So, life is the one that makes the whole of life. And it's true that the life means that those who have it no longer abide in them. It's also true that life they live is full of light. In sharp contrast to the existence and darkness of those who are not receive the light. Okay. So, in other words, we have to be willing to receive it. Because if we don't receive it, then we will live in darkness. And we need to let that light shine. So we think about discipleship mm -hmm. and doing the things that Jesus called us to do, to go out and make disciples of men, then our light can shine regardless of where we are and what we're doing. As the song says, this is by the mind, I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine, whether on our job, in our home, at the grocery store, you should always be willing to give someone an encouraging word. Amen. To let that light shine so that they would know that it is Jesus. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, can I add something to that, Reverend? Yes, sir. Uh, 
to add um, to what you just said, uh, there was a question raised last week, and I think Dr. Uh, uh, Johnson did a good job as we talked about improving, improving uh, the emotionally healthy church. And I think that this piece in John really adds to it because if, if, if we're going to continue to uh, improve, we also must keep our focus on uh, on that light that you talked about this evening, the spiritual light, which is symbolic of the of the presence of God, and it's it's often associated saints um, with the word, because salvation um, is brought wholeness emotionally and spiritually is brought forth by His word, which brings Him glory. And that we ought to be uh, imitators of him. And so mm -hmm. I think that uh, John is, is, is on to something when he talks about um, that uh, uh, Jesus was that, that light, the light of the world. And, um, but it's also a symbol of his favor towards us. So if we are light, if light as a symbol of God's word, we, we ought to be uh, carriers of that. Because the Bible says, I think the psalmist says this, saints, your word is a lamp to my feet mm -hmm. and a light to my path. And so mm -hmm. we have the responsibility of carrying that light. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, because um, it also makes clear the coming of light more means the responsibility to profit from the light. All right. You know, we, we can profit from the light when right. we follow his word. Because the word is true living and breathing. And without his word, we're nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have no faith. We have no hope. We have nothing to look forward to. Mm -hmm. But if we trust him at his word, because it tells us he, the word was God, and he was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God, so we gotta trust God and his word. What's not right. about his word? We can take it to the bank. Not my word or somebody else's, but if he said it, he's gonna do it. Mm hmm And that's right. for sure. So I think that comes along with like you said, with the word, but also listening to each other up, he's commanded that we love him first and love our neighbors as ourselves. And we think about the emotional healthy church, we have to be lifters of one another. Amen. Amen. Um, there was a, 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 a conversation uh, last week um, and it, it dealt with it dealt with um, Christ likeness. It, it dealt with uh, forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Um how, in your opinion, Reverend, how do, how should we deal with uh, uh, confrontation as relates to the people of God? You know, sometimes I think just depending on the situation, confrontation cannot be because we are still in the flesh. But sometimes we have to be the bigger person and walk away. Sometimes some words don't need to be spoken except for okay. 
to agree, because we can agree to disagree and still pray for our brothers and our sisters. Okay. But here it is. We're thinking about forgiveness. People always think that when uh, we're forgiven, like I say, I that it's for the person that you're forgiven, but actually it's for yourself. Okay. It's for yourself because if we don't forgive, we're going to have that hindrance in our own heart. Because God continues to forgive us daily, over and over again. For things we do consciously and unconsciously. And we have to repent. So he tells us, you know, if, if it's a confrontation past where we feel like we need to sit down and talk, then maybe that's what we need to do. To air it out. But to just be like falling out and screaming and yelling and stuff, no. There's, there's ways to handle things All right. without it getting out of order. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Anybody else want to uh, chime in? We read it every first Sunday to be quick to forgive others. I want to go back, Reverend, to um, the, the model text uh, that you read. Um, that was John, right? Mm-hmm. Could, could you read that second verse? Yes, I will. The same was in the beginning with God. What's the saying that he's referring to, John is referring to? God. Yeah. So it says, in the beginning was the Word. Mm-hmm. So if it says the same was in the beginning with God, it's God. God was the Word. He is the Word. And the Word was God. And so in, in, other, so in other words, Reverend, uh, the Word, the Word, the Word precedes all things. All things. All things. Nothing comes all things because He is our Creator. All right. He is our Heavenly Father. And so I think if we're going to be in to improve as an emotionally, um, spiritually, a healthy church, we ought to continue to speak His word. That's the logos. That's the logos. Um, that's that's the word, and that word will stand forever. Now, the word represents His presence, right? But also His nature. So the works are also uh, with God, which mm-hmm. prepares the way. Because watch this. Mm-hmm. Before the world existed, he spoke it into existence. He spoke into existence with the word. So you got the word, then you got God. That's what we call the fields. So you got the word and the fields in unison. And they're mm-hmm. acting as one. All right? As one. And then he says, all things. Mm-hmm. All thing is what? Everything, correct? Everything made by him. All right. And without him was not anything made that was made. So, Reverend, what, what do you feel? So, what does all this mean? 
how does this help the 21st century hero of today? When we talk about the word was light, the word was with God, and that we, these phrases, we are the light of the world. How does this improve a, a, a church or a people that have been broken? What, what is the hope here? And we got to trust him at his word. If he said it, it is so. Because everything belongs to him. Without him, there would be nothing. Okay. The earth and the fullness thereof belongs to him. Uh, can, I, can I chime in? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so you pastor and um, Rimfest, so you asked how can we use this in today's church? Mm-hmm. And with what I think with this word is saying, this is your foundation. And if you have a strong foundation, it's unbreakable, no matter what's going on. No matter what's going on. You know the word, and you live the word, and you read the word, and you understand the word, and you know what you're supposed to do with the word. That's your foundation. And everything has to have a foundation in order to stand. If you don't have a foundation, it's all going to fall. So that's what I take from this is that he is saying that when, as I'm listening to the conversation, I keep hearing the word, you got to have a strong foundation. You've got to know the word. And you can't depend, I can't depend on Pastor to tell me the word or Mary or Larry or Larry tell me the word. I've got to know it for myself. And that's absolutely and, true. And build my own foundation. Build my own foundation amongst, amongst like believers. Am I saying that correctly? That you have to have a strong foundation. And you've got to build it. First of all, within yourself and then within a group. Uh, one writer says this, um, Sister Eubanks, Reverend Featherstone, that uh, 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 m- m- some Christians um, function on autopilot because uh, they're too busy to take the time out to contemplate what is really going on inside and outside of their lives. That's right. Most Christians are self-conscious but are not self-aware. In other words, Mm -hmm. they have no clue of what's going on spiritually because they're not in tune. And so when something hits the fan, they're not able to respond Christ-like. And he says, we are worried about what other people think of us than about wrestling with our feelings and motivations. So what and does this... Got... Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, Pastor, let me interrupt. Well, I, I want to say, uh, as a model text, uh, in the case of Job ranting before God, in the case of Jeremiah um, rant, ranting um, before God, in the case of Moses struggling in the wilderness, um, David thought that God had abandoned him. So all of these people, they're in a basically a, an emotional state. And they feel like 
that God had left them. But that's why these stories in the Bible are so real because they speak to our emotional and spiritual need. But we have to be in tuned enough to really seek God for who he is and, and allow him to speak to our hearts. Because if you watch Jesus, Jesus was very emotional at times. He had compassion. He had compassion for the leper. We're still in the Bible. He had passion for the widows. He had passion for blind men. He, he had emotional longing uh, to be with the disciples. So what I'm saying is, it's okay to be emotional. But it's not okay to um, make all decisions based on our emotions. Because our emotions, they, they, they come uh, this way and they go that way. So when it comes to the things of God, the Bible says, focus on those things which are above. But also be in tune with how we feel. So that way we can handle uh, issues or confrontations and reason together. <laughs> right? Instead of with our emotions. Because our emotions can get the best of us. That's true. Does that make if sense? We allow them to. If we allow them to. That's why it's always good to when we make a decision to 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 yeah, step back. To step back for a minute. Uh, or or what they say in education, take a pause. Because you can make a decision and the emotional time and, and it, it can alter everything. But I believe and not 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 think what you want to do. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Go ahead, Sister Eubanks. I know you were gonna say something. Well I I, I was gonna say what when you were when talking about um when you were talking about how oh, I lost my thoughts. But I was gonna refer back to the it, it comes with your foundation. Oh, it's about the light. And, and how people don't know what's in them as well as what's on the outside of them. It's because their foundation hasn't been made strong enough. you got to know yourself. you got to know who you are and where you're going and what you're supposed to be doing. If you mind, You've got to know it. Me, if you mind, mute your phones, those with the noise in the background so we can hear attentively. you mind muting your phones? Thank you so much. Go ahead, Sister Eubanks. I was saying that you would say you got to know yourself inside, inside of you and outside, because most Christians are on autopilot. If you're on an autopilot, mm -hmm. you don't have, you have a foundation, but it's not strong enough where you feel like you can stand. You're going through the motions. You don't want to be a through the motions Christian. You want to be one that you know yourself. And then you know what's going on around you. In order for, in my opinion, for you to be an Let me ask you this, everyone, and anyone can answer this. 
uh, as God leads you. How do you deal with your emotions? How do you deal with I your emotions? I let mine out. I don't okay. hold them in. I let them out. Okay. If I got something to say, right. I'm going to say it. Okay. I, I, I call myself an honest person, and if I held something in mm -hmm. that um, should be said that's right, I'll, I'll say it. Okay. All right. We got one. Um, I, I say what I'm feeling. Okay. And anybody else? I cry. Okay. I cry. When, I, when, I, when I'm overwhelmed with emotions, I feel like it's not right and it's not, and it's not what it's supposed to be. But then usually I'll cry and I'll, then I'll feel better. Okay. Okay. And I think with the, um, oh, I'm not going to say that men don't cry because they do, but <laughs> I can agree with Sister Eubanks with the, if I'm too feel, I feel like a good cry helps, but also with that crying, I pull aside some quiet time and pray because okay. Really, that's going to help me to get my strength back from whatever I'm dealing with. Um, I just need some alone time. Okay. To be by myself and have one-on-one -on -one with God, and, you know, to regain for whatever I'm dealing with. I think all the above are so powerful because um, the first point was that somebody said, say it. Uh, Sister Peggy said, say it. Uh, number two was to cry, Sister Eubanks. And third, uh, Reverend Featherstone said, um, alone time. Alone, alone time. I think when it comes to emotions, because we're still talking about the emotionally um, health um, of the church, of the ministry, um, of Christians, emotions are, are real and they are important to the life of faith. Now, here's the thing. Emotions are positive, can be positive or negative, and they're subject to change. And sometimes mm -hmm. our emotions can be misinterpreted. They can be misinterpreted. Um, to, to, uh, for some, it could be um, to show compassion. It can, it can show love. It, it can show anger. It can, uh, we can demonstrate joy or, or delight. Now, it can be pain. It can be sorrow. Um, a lot of, I know a lot of families going through um, bereavement right now. So, but what's important is, again, this is biblical now. As Christians, we are to try our best to control our emotions. This is what, this what Paul said. Paul said this, not Pastor Thorpe. Paul said but the fruit of the spirit is love, uh, uh, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, uh, goodness, self-control. Mm -hmm. Self-control. And he, he, he goes to say, but um, we are to behave in such a way, be angry and do not sin. So it's okay to be angry. It's okay to cry, but don't sin. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying? So I think all of you are correct in how we deal with it, but, but don't sin. Because what can happen is it can 
it can change. Emotions can change. Proverbs said, um, uh, how it go? Uh, even laughter, the heart may sorrow. And the end of mirth may be grief. So our feelings, church, can change. So, Reverend, I think you want something. Back to the model text. To be a light of the world is all to control our emotions. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, y'all? It does make sense. Amen. Amen. My last point, Reverend. We talked about the physical side of it. Now, there are spiritual aspects um, as it relates to our emotions. Let, let me plead my case. We are made up of emotions and, and, and we have different attitudes. Um, and sometimes that can become um, dominant. You know, for let me give you an example of a bad spirit. Um, um, pride. Uh, fear. Okay. What are some examples of a good spirit? Um, humility, uh, wisdom, uh, gentleness. But in the same way, uh, say it again. Meekness. Yeah, uh, meekness. So, and many times when we talk about emotions, y'all want to know the one word we talk about? <laughs> uh, attitudes. But what's the attitude, Reverend? The attitude is, is the way a person think or feel about something. Would y'all agree with that? Mm -hmm. But it's also attached to one's behavior. Mm -hmm. So now, um, as we end here, what should be the attitude of an emotionally healthy church? What's the attitude? One thing that jumps out, an attitude of love. Mm -hmm. um, one accord. A one accord. Attitude of love and one accord. Um, as Stanley said last week, um, forgiveness is freeing some is freeing someone of the punishment uh, they deserve. Did everyone hear what I said? Forgiveness. Okay. Something's noisy. Okay. I did not hear that. Okay. Let me repeat. Forgiveness is freeing someone of the punishment they deserve. The punishment they deserve. That's forgiveness. That's, that's what um, Stanley said on last week. And so our attitude on the emotional level should be one of love, uh, second, compassion, third, of grace and mercy. That should be the attitude of the church. Not jealousy, but faithfulness and God's mercy. So I think the attitude of the light of the world Going back to the model text, in the beginning was the word, which teaches us to trust, 
to have faith and also to have hope and finally love. And I believe that John is on to something and can help us improve an emotionally healthy church. Reverend Featherstone, there's nothing else I want to ask uh, Stanley Johnson to to uh, close us out. If you have any other final remarks, okay. if you have anything. Okay. No, sir. Thank you. I appreciate the input. Amen. Now, uh, this is Stanley Johnson. I really don't think I should close my eyes out here on this highway. Oh, you? I I take care of it. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. <laughs> Reverend Featherstone, uh, go, go ahead and, uh, since you let, go ahead and. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, God. And the word was with you, God. Thank you, God. And the word was God. Father, we thank you for you being in all and through all. Yes, Lord. And able to do all things but fail. Father, thank you that you left your word, God, that we can have a sure foundation, God, solid as a rock. Father, on which we can stand, God, because all other ground is sinking sand. Ah. Father, thank you for tonight's lesson, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father, for the emotionally healthy church, Father. Father, build us where we are weak, Father. Build us tonight, God. Bless your name. We will be a light in a dark place, Father. Yes, Lord. It's the honor, the glory, and the praise. Father, help us to love God. Help us to love. Help us to forgive, Father. And thank you, Father, for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Which endure forever, Lord. Yes, Lord. Truly, we are not worthy, but we just want to say thank you. Thank you, God. Thank Father, you. Father, be with us and continue to lead and by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. That others will see you who may not know you, God, and come to the light. Yes, Lord. We love you. Thank you. We praise you. And we thank you. It's in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all tonight. Amen. God bless. God bless.